completely muted. Um, for if you're here for the four o'clock, I'd ask if you are speaking. Um, why don't you hit five star? I'm going to call the four o'clock. Matter. If parties need to come in and out of the courtroom, that doesn't bother me one bit. Uh, case number 22-32553, the case of Alex Jones uh, here on uh, an emergency motion, I guess, related to a discovery dispute. So why don't I take that matter up right now? Um, if you are in, if you are speaking in connection with the Jones matter, uh, why don't you hit five star, and I will turn. I'll start by taking appearances in the courtroom. Mr. Kavanaugh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Your Honor. Matthew Kavanaugh and Victoria Agaropoulos here on behalf of Melissa Hazelden, the, uh, the uh, sub, uh, Chapter 5 trustee. Uh, and, uh, Your Honor, uh, we're here at the request of uh, Ms. Freeman, who uh, sends her apologies. She's uh, in uh, transit uh, currently and could not uh, attend the uh, 4 o'clock hearing today. No worries. Okay. Uh, anyone else? I think we're going now to video. Who on the? Please hit five star, and I will unmute your line. Okay, I've got a few. I'm just going in the order. Here's a five one two number. Okay. Your Honor, Stephen Roberts. I represent the uh, deponent, or excuse me, the examinee in the 2004 examination sent by the committee tomorrow, Mr. David Jones. Okay. Good. This is a this is a dispute involving the 2004 examination. Yes, sir. Good afternoon, sir. Okay, here is a 214 number. Christina Stevenson for Alex Jones. Good afternoon. All righty, here's a 512 number. Your Honor, Steve Lemon, I'll check with BQPR. Okay, 713. Good afternoon, Your Honor. Ryan Chappell on behalf of the Connecticut plaintiffs. Okay, here's another 713 number. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Your Honor. Uh, Avi Moshenberg on behalf of the Texas plaintiffs. All righty. And here's a 202 number. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Your Honor. How was the video trustee? Okay. If I have missed anyone, why don't you hit five star? I'd also ask if you if there's a possibility that you may speak, why don't you hit five star? Once I start looking straight, I mess it up all the time. Ms. Porter, let me. Ah, all righty, we got two more. 917 number? Catherine. Good afternoon, Your Honor. Catherine Porter from the UCC. Okay. For the UCC. And here's a 202 number. A 203 number, excuse me. Okay. Your Honor, Your Honor, this is this is Ryan Chappell. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can, Mr. Chappell. I believe that's Mr. Matty, and and I I I neglected to to introduce him. He's my colleague for the Connecticut Plaintiffs. I believe he was on mute. I believe he tried to speak. Uh, Mr. Matty, did I, I get you? Can you hear me now, Your Honor? I can. Okay. Yes. All righty. Thank you. Okay, uh, Mr. Chapel, why don't you kind of tell me what's going on? Yes, Your Honor. Um, first of all, I know everyone on the line really appreciates the court's time. It's certainly short notice. Um, I know the court doesn't enjoy getting involved in discovery disputes. I'll be as brief as I can. As, as Mr. Roberts uh, alluded to, Mr. Roberts is counsel for Dr. Jones, mm -hmm. uh, Alex Jones's father. Um, Dr. Jones's 2004 examination uh, deposition is scheduled for tomorrow morning in Austin, Texas. I'm in Austin right now. Uh, the reason we're here 
Your Honor, yesterday, Mr. Roberts informed the parties um, that he would allow the committee and the U.S. trustee to ask questions um, during the examination tomorrow, but he was going to attempt to prevent the Texas and Connecticut plaintiffs um, from question from Dr. Jones. Uh, he also uh, noted, Your Honor, that only the committee had served a 2004 examination notice. Uh, now, uh, to be clear, I don't think that is his substantive problem with Texas and Connecticut going forward tomorrow, but I do want to address it just to make sure the court is fully informed. Um, he's correct. Initially, only the committee noticed the 2004 exam. Um, it's been rescheduled at least once, to my knowledge. I believe it was initially going to go forward a couple of weeks ago. Um, over the past several weeks, there's been discussion, there's been email correspondence um, among all of the parties uh, regarding notice and whether or not um, the other parties intending to ask questions needed to file a notice. Um, all of the other parties agreed that the committee's notice would suffice. And uh, incidentally, Your Honor, that was the course of action taken uh, for Mr. Patrick Riley's deposition last week. I'm sure you'll recall Mr. Riley was a witness in your court earlier this year. Um, and I know that question was on the table, at least via email to Mr. Roberts, as early as August 18. Um, so yesterday, um, he, while noting um, his opposition to Texas and Connecticut, um, not ask, or excuse me, being able to ask questions, he also raised the notice issues. So number one, out of an abundance of caution, Texas plaintiffs and Connecticut plaintiffs filed their own notice yesterday afternoon. Um, now, I believe the substantive issue that Mr. Roberts has, I don't want to put words in his mouth, I know he'll speak in a moment, um, but is he's concerned that with the committee going and then Texas and then Connecticut, um, that there may be uh, a duplication of efforts. And uh, that's really the substantive point that I want to address today. I believe Mr. Moshenberg uh, may have a few words after I speak or after Mr. Roberts speaks, as, as Mr. Moshenberg has really been more uh, boots on the ground on the, on the correspondence, uh, both written and oral, over the past several weeks. And Mr. Moshenberg also participated in the deposition of Mr. Riley, and I did not. Mr. Chapel, um, let me ask you so, a question, kind of a, kind yeah. of a, um, was there any kind of agreement, not, not on file, just email or something like that, between, um, kind of, the Texas and Connecticut plaintiffs and Dr. Jones, there is counsel about setting a time and a date for a 2004 examination. Your Honor, let, let, let me, let me quickly tell you my understanding of the back and forth on that issue over the past several weeks, um, with the caveat that I wasn't, um, a, a material participant well, in those discussions. Can someone no, just tell me? My, I guess what I'm trying to find out yeah, is I'm just asking question, really fast. You know, I, someone can tell me this. I'm just trying to get to the 10,000-foot level. This is not going to affect the committee's 2004, so I'll put that off the table. I think we're, we're, we're – I just want to know, is there some email agreement where there was saying, hey, we're going to – you know, Texas and Connecticut can ask questions on August, you know, 31st or whatever at this time in time. Is there any kind of agreement there between uh, – Dr. Jones, or obviously Mr. Roberts, and, and any other Texas and Connecticut plaintiffs? Your Honor, my, my, my understanding is that there is... Any, anyone anyone can answer. 
Anyone can answer. Okay, I just want to know ahead, kind Mr. of. Motion, Mr. Motion Board, go ahead. Uh, yes, thank you. Uh, so the bottom line is, since June, we've been trying to schedule this deposition. I'm so asking a more laser-targeted question. Sure. I don't, I, it, it's not expected. Yeah, yes, go sir. ahead. I'm, I'm looking for kind of yes or no, and, and, and yeah, I can show you an email. Yeah, there is, there is no express that agreement, uh, and that's one of the reasons why he finally responded two days before the deposition, uh, saying Texas and Connecticut can take the deposition. All of the parties, including the sub-5, the U.S. trustee's office, everyone together scheduled this deposition for weeks since June together. And it wasn't until yesterday afternoon that we heard, for some reason, Texas can't ask questions. Other people can, but apparently Texas and Connecticut aren't allowed to ask questions. I'm not getting the an answer. was never raised. Okay. I want to answer your question, Robert. No, no. Sorry. I, I want to make sure I understand. Let's see if Ms. Andropoulos. Judge, I hear you. Uh, there is a general agreement between all of the parties um, that people don't have to serve cross notices for every single deposition because there are many of them. There is not, as far as I'm aware, and I'm not as involved as everybody else, as far as I'm aware, there's no agreement specifically with respect to Mr. Jones's deposition. Okay. So what are we doing here then? In other words, I, I have to start with the rule. That, that's where I'm starting, right? And, our, and, I, and I start with our local rules, and our local rules say, uh, our local rules avoid filing a motion. For a 2004, and so you don't have to kind of go through that. But a written agreement between the proposing opposing counsel and the person to be examining about the date and time of a 2004 is enforceable by a motion to compel without necessity of the court. So if you all agree on a date and time, you don't need me. But they get to file if they object if they oppose to it, they oppose it. Um, they got to file something, and that kind of starts. It's the opposition that kind of starts it. But there has to be agreement between. In this case, Dr. Jones through Mr. Roberts or some other counsel and the 2004 date and time. Um, and if there's not, then we're going to have to figure something out. Just so, Your Honor, I think that, that's not right. I, I think it's still, until yesterday afternoon, Your Honor, I thought there was an agreement. They had never raised the issue. We had all right. together planned the I know, but, 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 but they get to show, right? But they, they don't have to raise it until until there's. Either someone files a motion or there's an agreement on a date and time. May I speak, Your Honor? Susan Roberts here. I, I, I might be winning this for you, Mr. Roberts. I don't know if you want to. I, I understand. <laughs> I, I keep hearing I sound like I bushwhacked these parties. I've been in communication with the unit. The, the, there, there is an agreement with the creditors committee in the Alex Jones case as to the committee's taking the 2004 examination tomorrow in Austin. That is the only agreement. There have been emails back and forth between these other parties where the committee was open to other people asking questions. I advised the committee I was not so open, and anybody who wanted to contact me directly to discuss it, I would. Um, and so that's where we are on the technical points. Our view, just one step further, the creditors committee is representing the creditors. Now we have two members of the creditors committee that want to add questions. Uh, we don't think that is any more appropriate than three lawyers representing the same side asking one witness questions. Uh, I would add one more thing. We have provided 140,297 pages of documents to the committee. 
We spent hundreds of hours on document production. We're still working with the committee cooperatively so far. We have worked with them. The notion of anybody coming in saying, hey, we want to ask additional questions, and those being not providing us uh, prior notice or 14 days notice required by the rule, not conferring with us, uh, and leaving it to us to assume that uh, we would agree is where we are. Yeah, I got it. Okay, so, well, let, me, let me just end this. You know, I, I, I will tell you on the 2004 uh, for the Texas and Connecticut plaintiffs, there's there's nothing for me to take up. So, I, I, and there was just a notice officially filed yesterday. So there's nothing for me to take up on that. There, um, there's no 2004 scheduled for Mr. Jo or Dr. Jones. So, um, I think y'all are going to have to reach a practical solution uh, about this. I will tell you as to the multiple lawyers asking questions, as long as they don't go over their time, it's going to be completely fine with me about what that what that is so there's no run you know 2004 is you can have more than one riot for rangers you know and so i think you can have it i think you can go so um i think the committee i think committee can go forward if it wants to tomorrow and and date and time is set and they can they can conduct their examination however they see fit within the bounds of 2004 i think texas and connecticut there's nothing yet for me to consider at this time because the, the local rules haven't been complied with, and, and I've got to call it fair down the line, down the middle every time. So anything else we need to talk about? No, Judge. All righty, folks. You all have a good no, day. Thank you. Thank you.